Brainiacs to episode four of the Brains Report podcast. I'm your host, James Brains, and in today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at Snugglepedic, the makers of high-quality memory foam products. Specifically, I've used their full body pillow and mattress, and we're going to talk to Dr. Rick Schwartzberg, who is the Vice President of Product Development for Relief Mart, which is Snugglepedic's parent company. He helped develop the pillow and the mattress. After the interview, I'll give you my review of these products, but before we get started, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors, which we don't have any of yet. Uh, if you're inter- interested in being a sponsor, you just want someone to talk to, uh, feel free to contact me at brainsreport at gmail.com. So with just a few more unnecessary words, here's my interview with Dr. Schwartzberg. Welcome to episode four of the Brains Report podcast. Today I am speaking with Dr. Rick Schwartzberg. He has 25 years of experience in chiropractic practice. He authors the site's number one back pain site in memoryfoammattress.org. He is also the Vice President of Product Development for Relief Mart Corporation. They are the makers of the Snugglepedic Pillow and Mattress. Dr. Schwartzberg agreed to come on the Brains Report podcast to talk to us about Snugglepedic. Welcome, Dr. Schwartzberg. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, I want to get started. Uh, In my research, I noticed that you're a big proponent of memory foam products. And I was wondering if you could give us a little detail into why you got into memory foam. Definitely. Well, I mean, giving uh, the background that you gave already sort of gives people an understanding that I do, as a doctor of chiropractic, care about, you know, getting the right proper support for, well, at the time it was for my patients, and now it's for our customers and and, uh, anybody else that I'm able to help. I always tend to think, you know, support and pain, you know, prevention and, and keeping body mechanics and ergonomics, um, you know, correct. So that's always been a focus of mine. And the idea is to try to make sure that, uh, you know, when you sleep at night, you're in that proper position, you're keeping a proper alignment, you're able to, you know, keep the pressure relief and comfort that your body also needs so that your, your uh, muscles and joints are also, you know, functionally optimal, uh, you know, everything's working the way it's supposed to is that when you wake up in the morning, you're you're not a mess. You, you've had a good night's sleep. You're healthier. You're, you're feeling good. And obviously, uh, this is for the short term and the long term. Great. Thank you. Uh, so you mentioned that it's important to have the proper alignment uh, at night in order to wake up feeling good. Uh, what's a good strategy to use to make sure you have the proper alignment? And how can you, you tell um, easily? Yeah, so I mean, there's, there's, obviously that's one of the biggest keys is trying to understand uh, functionally how you can get your body to be in the correct position but still be comfortable. Uh, so that's where, I mean, that's definitely where memory foam came in. It kind of goes with your first question too in the sense that uh, how do you, you know, find that, that, that perfect alignment and uh, how do you stay in it? And one of the things that, uh, you know, when NASA created memory foam, Years and years ago, like in the 70s, basically, is when they created it. And, you know, Tempur-Pedic made it popular in the 80s. Uh, it definitely was, you know, an interesting concept that maybe you could kind of mold around the bumps and curves of your body and, and try to get them to, you know, optimally 
you know, position themselves naturally, you know, just go right along with your natural curvature rather than, you know, try to force yourself into certain alignments, which is what was being done previously with uh, orthopedic style pillows and, uh, you know, contour type of pillows. And, uh, and then mattresses, too, that were trying to maybe be too firm because they were so worried that you were going to sag. And uh, with good reason, by the way. I mean, there certainly was uh, the technology was certainly not there to keep you comfortably soft yet not sagging. And, uh, you know, so that's where memory foam came into, into play. And it was really interesting experimenting with it, you know, throughout the years. Uh, you know, I, I first, uh, you know, purchased a Tempur-Pedic. And, and uh, yeah, I remember my wife loved it in the store. And it was a little, it was definitely too hard when we got it home for what she, what she wanted it to be. And, and uh, you know, I proceeded to really look into it and try to delve into what exactly it takes to, uh, make memory foam and, and how you can make memory foam, you know, how memory foam can be different depending on product to product and, you know, even batch to batch depending on how it's, how it's, how it's cured and how it's produced. And, and so that's what got me interested and in, involved in it. And once I kind of figured out that you can actually uh, have a substance that will adapt around you, then it became, well, you know, how firm should it be and, and how should you layer it? And there's a lot of different aspects that, uh, that will help, you know, create that perfect balance of alignment. In terms of being able to see, though, how the alignment looks on you, I, you know, I actually did create an app called uh, Mattress Checker. Uh, it was, it was sort of a labor of love. There, it took a long time to try to figure out how we could, you know, take a picture and and uh, you know, it allows you to, uh, you know, do that. Take a picture from the side of your your body, basically, while you're on your mattress, and you can it works especially well when you're on your side because you could then put um, dots, you know, that go up and down your spine and you can and it'll measure and it'll give you a, an angle that you're deviating from from that you know straight alignment because when you're on your side that's what we're looking for you want you want your your spine to be straight because uh, that's the optimal position uh, for your spine when you look laterally which means when you look side to side if you're looking at um, you know front to back uh, like when you're standing or when you're lying down if you're lying on your back well then you do want to um, fill in the uh, curvature, you know, you have your what's called lordata curvature. That's where your low back gets a little bit of a curvature going forward and your neck also gets that curvature and your, your, your mid back gets a curvature going the opposite way. And, uh, you know, that's normal because that's, 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 that's how we produce our, uh, that's how we're able to stand up as homo sapiens. That's how we uh, develop our neck curves. Uh, they call it that uh, C curve that basically, uh, you know, allows our head to uh, come into alignment so that your ears are over your shoulders. And so once you understand just the general concepts of, of that alignment, knowing that we don't want to laterally deviate and let the spine drop when you're on your side, uh, the mattress checker app was a nice, you know, gave a nice ability to be able to uh, take a look at that uh, and actually be able to see if there's a difference from mattress to mattress or maybe if you have an uh, adjustable air bed or something like that, you can even see what it's like when you have different settings. So that was that was a fun little uh, project that uh, I do think you know has really uh, paid off and with some benefits for people that have used it. But uh, in absence of that, you should be also able to uh, just understand that you do need support if you're on your back. You definitely need support underneath that neck and uh, to pr make sure that the curvature is supported and contoured well. And uh, if you're on your back, also you want to make sure that that your alignment is going to, you know, your body is going to get some impression into the mattress, but you don't want uh, your 
anything to be sagging too far down. And, uh, you know, the, so the, it's a little bit difficult to be 100% precise with, uh, even more so when you're on your back, because it's, it's more of a difficult thing because part of your body's going into the mattress. So it's a little hard to, uh, even with the mattress checker app, to be able to see exactly where your alignment is. But, you know, for those that are side sleepers, it's, it's pretty straightforward and easy. Great. And can anyone get uh, mattress, the Mattress Checker app? Is it available? Uh, where is it available? You know, right now I think it's only available with the iTunes. So for iPhones, anybody can get it for free. Uh, we, we're working on doing an Android version, but uh, got a little bit. Uh, that sort of went um, currently on hold until we can have a chance to figure out some of the technology to make that happen. Uh, the people that were working on it ran into a couple of roadblocks, but we're, we're going to probably hopefully get that out here in the near future. Okay. So you uh, have this background as a chiropractor and continue to practice. How did you make the jump to Relief Mart and Snuggle Pedic? Well, you know, I, I originally wanted to just help people, and I had these websites. I came out with uh, memoryfoammattress.org just to give good information. And, uh, and people were asking me questions on this other side I, that I used to put attention to that I haven't put attention to lately, uh, where I used to, you know, where I've given uh, back exercises and all sorts of stuff. And that's the, that's the onebackpain.com. Unfortunately, I haven't really had much of a chance to do anything new to that. So it's a very old site, but it had great stretches and people were asking me questions and, you know, what they could do to help their back. And I gave tips on there. And then uh, that led to, I was right in the middle of developing a pain relief spray called Therapain, uh, Therapain Plus. And uh, Therapain Plus, you know, was something that I thought, you know, wow, I mean, you know, might as well see if we could um, get into uh, marketing that, that product. And uh, that led to a company called Relief Mart that was uh, created by um, actually uh, a friend of mine and uh, my father went ahead and I was full-time in practice, so I was not able to do anything with the project at the time, but I helped uh, create the products that went and, and choose the products that went onto that site. And uh, then later on, I did eventually leave practice because I got heavily into wanting to produce and create products to, uh, you know, to help with people's pain relief and comfort and support. And that really came from just all these websites that I originally, you know, put out there uh, for people to have information. And memoryfoammattress.org was uh, was was created after I had a chance to consult with some other mattress companies uh, or, or four other mattress companies. I was actually giving uh, uh, them advice and, and helping them design things. And uh, it was a little bit harder though when I was working with other companies. Like you know, some of those companies were were taking uh, the suggestions to heart and some wouldn't. And it was also hard when I would get a um, complaint from somebody that might have you know tried one of the products that was recommended to them because, you know, it was something that, that, that the companies had told me were going to offer them the support and comfort and everything that they were looking for based on the, uh, you know, the data they had given me. So it sounded like it was a good match for them. And I really got personally involved and, and try to really help people find the right product for them. And uh, when it didn't work, you know, that's when I, uh, you know, started thinking, well, maybe I can actually help design mattresses. Uh, on my own, you know, that's something that I can really have full control of. And uh, so that's when I started working um, more full-time with Relief Mart to create products that really 
you know, I had had that ability to, you know, give full input and test and retest until we got it right, you know, until we got to to a point where we knew that really was making a difference in people's lives. And uh, and so once that happened, then it uh, sort of spun further and further into more and more uh, products. And uh, that's, you know, what eventually led us to uh, the Snugglepedic, which is uh, the product that you mentioned in the very beginning of the podcast. Great. So... Therapine. What what can you tell me about that? What what's the active ingredient that makes it so that your uh, back pain kind of feels a little better? Yeah. So therapine. Um, I worked with a chemist on that. I, um, I'm not a chemist by trade, obviously. So uh, there's somebody that had already in, created a product out there um, that was originally therapine, and uh, then I helped them, you know, reformulate that with. Uh, a new version also called Therapane Plus. And Therapane Plus, uh, you know, added some other components like MSM and glucosamine, things that I found that were, you know, in the research looking really promising. And and it was very topically, um, unlike a lot of other pain relievers on the market, it, it really penetrated well because it uh, not only used menthol and eucalyptus and things that were, you know, already being you know, used in other products, but it uh, it's it used a liposomal kind of delivery system where it had a um, you know combination of uh, of of a like a skin conditioner liposomal uh, ingredient with alcohol to help it penetrate much more deep and it didn't have any greasy type of you know uh, you know ingredients that would block penetration and that was one of the problems with with a lot of the uh, you know uh, pain relief topical you know, uh, other, other formulations on the market. So Therapane uh, Plus was, was uh, actually created sort of out of a labor of love because um, not only could I not find uh, a really good topical pain reliever that was able to penetrate well and, and work effectively on my patients, but I also, um, my wife has fibromyalgia and she was in pain constantly and I really wanted to find a solution for her. So we I probably tested maybe a hundred different ones on her uh, until she got sick of me trying. And at that point, I started thinking that maybe I really could come up with something that was better than the rest. And I really worked hard with this uh, chemist to really formulate this properly to really work well. But it, it took like about a year or so of, of lots of reiterations. And I eventually was able to test on my wife, uh, even though at that point she was pretty much done with all my my testing that I was was trying to do on a regular basis, and when it worked, it was, uh, you know, I knew we had something that was going to be, you know, really uh, a wonderful product and and something that we can really get out there. So, it was the first product that I was able to create that uh, that uh, you know kind of headed me in this direction to develop products and uh, really you know look at things from a whole different standpoint. You know, utilize my skills and practice and, and, and all the things that I had learned at that point um, to uh, help people on a, on a wider scale than, than just locally. Would you say a lot of your work is motivated by relieving your wife's pain? You know, I guess that's where it all stemmed from. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have to give credit where credit's due. That is, that is you know, that is true. Well, that, that's definitely a noble cause. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, you know, appreciate yeah. it. And she is, she is, thankfully doing so much better now. I mean, there was a time when she was in pain all the time and now there's plenty of times that you can, you can, you wouldn't even know it. Uh, and it, that's, 
that's now, gosh, I, like I said, it's probably been over 20 years now or so that I've been working on trying to help her. So it's a, it's a really, you know, it's a really good feeling to see that she's done so much better. That's great to hear. What, what would you say sets Snugglepedic apart from the other memory foam products out there? Yeah, I mean, Snugglepedic was, uh, after we had already, at this point, uh, when Snugglepedic came out, created, you know, quite a number of, of other types of memory foam mattresses and memory foam pillows. And again, we were really trying to hit the correct support and comfort and, and you know, you know, fire on all those scale, on all, on all those, fire on all those cylinders, as they say. I really wanted to make sure that we had a product that was going to work, um, you know, you know, effectively uh, to the point where where it could be brought to the masses. And uh, the only problem I ran into was that it was much more expensive for a lot of products we produced. Uh, we produced, uh, for example, the Templo mattress, which, which uh, you know, we used a really high-quality bio-green technology memory foam. And, and you know, a lot of these products that we created were just fantastic, but they were not in the same price points that, that you know, everybody could afford. And so um, in, uh, back in 2007, I had received a, a you know a patent award for a concept of how I could get memory foam to breathe better because it was a lot of people were feeling like they were getting hot on their mattresses they weren't able to get the airflow circulation and uh, what I eventually figured out is that if we ventilated put you know thousands of small holes on the surface through the memory foam and then we had a way to channel openings uh, underneath on the, on the on the layer underneath we could actually get about a hundred times or more breathability, um, and and that was huge because uh, you know when I just put ventilation holes over something that didn't have channels underneath it, or I just put channels and no ventilation holes. Either way, it completely stymied the ability for for airflow to get through, and uh, that that breathability I knew could make a huge difference. So that was one of the things that um, I had uh, you know put on some of our, our premium. Um, you know, ultra high grade mattresses. But again, um, the whole concept was now that we had this great patent and this great solution, let's get it out to the masses. And so that's where the Snugglepedic was born in that sense for the mattress. The pillow um, actually, though, came first because I was still working on the design of how we can get the mattress to be affordable, get it to be able to be shipped right to someone's door, um, you know, through UPS or, or FedEx or just something that would be very affordable for shipping. And, uh, you know, even be modular so that we can even make modifications if needed so they're not stuck with something that maybe, you know, 90% of the people liked but the 10%, you know, had an issue with and couldn't do anything about. And so you had to, you know, go ahead and return a big mattress or, in our case, we actually allow it to be donated but we still don't want to, um, you know, create all this havoc. We want something that's easily fixable for somebody. We want the whole idea of having a mattress is to, you know, solve a, a problem so the less returns we get, the more problems we've solved. And that's something that, that really, you know, worked well with the Snugglepedic mattress. But before that came the pillow, we were already had all this premium grade foams that we were using for these you know, multi-thousand dollar mattresses. And it was, uh, there's a lot of, every time you put it together a mattress, you have all this extra um, excess foam that's left over because you have to cut from these big giant buns of, of, of foam. And you're, you're left with a lot of extra. And, you know, there are some people that have, you know, decided they'll recycle it. And there's some people that have actually sold it to, uh, you know, other people to use for things like pillows. And, and I knew this was really good stuff. So I thought, 
you know, boy, we should, you know, we had already done some shredded type of foam where we took the foam and shredded and put into a pillow. But I, you know, we really had, you know, they were, they were expensive just like our mattresses. And it was, we just didn't know if there's a way to get that out to the masses also. But as, it, as, as the bays were filling up with the stuff and, and I realized we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to, you know, pretty soon we're not going to have any more room for storage. Um, it was making me crazy. I certainly didn't want to throw it away or, or even not use it to its most efficiency. So that's where we decided to create a new pillow, and and I, you know, I worked, you know, laboriously to um, come up with the right type of system and design of a pillow that would, you know, really be something that that had support and that comfort, like basically the comfort of down, but with the support that doesn't go flat, and that was the whole concept. And uh, when we finally came out with it, we decided to bring it onto uh, Amazon, and it was so well received. But on top of it being well received, we just decided we were going to be like the Zappos Nordstrom of pillows. We were going to say, hey, look, if there's something you don't like about this pillow, we'll fix it at no cost. We'll do free customizations, whatever it is that you need to make this work. No no cost for shipping. We'll pay for that back and forth. And nobody was offering anything like that. And I still don't think anybody is to this point because it's just, it, you know, normally too expensive, especially if you do get a lot of returns. You know, but thankfully we don't get that many. Obviously, there's you know, there's no such thing as one pillow that fits everybody's needs. But, you know, so many people have taken us up on the free customizations and, you know, the glowing reviews that, that came out, you know, really just catapulted the brand, the Snugglepedic brand to, uh, uh, you know, heights that we didn't even expect. And thankfully, uh, it's still growing heavily. And, and, it, and we, well, the only problem we had actually was not being able to produce, uh, when we came up with the mattresses, not be able to produce enough of them because we constantly have run out. Uh, so we recently, uh, you know, added more uh, factory uh, space we've and uh, more machinery, and uh, we're getting ready to be able to launch uh, in a much bigger way for the mattresses now. Wow. Okay. Um, it kind of leads me to my next question. I was wondering what's up next for Relief Mart and Snugglepedic. Uh, are there any products that you're working on developing? Absolutely. Yeah. I have. Um. <laughs> I have something that we're uh, almost patent pending on. It's going to be a. Uh, a new uh, what they call cervical pillow. In other words, a pillow that has the ability to uh, contour that that cervical spine. That 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 what I talked about earlier about making sure your curvature is protected in your in your neck. And uh, once that comes out, we'll be able to uh, you know be able to reach that population that really wants to be specifically contoured like that, um, not you know the traditional style pillow. And uh, so that'll be interesting to come out with, and I think that there'll be a lot of physical therapists and chiropractors and and other doctors that are interested in in you know really you know taking things on that that more medical scope you know uh, you know purchasing something like that for our help or at least we're recommending it. So we think that's going to be a big in the medical community for sure, and and we'll also bring it to the wide population because we were able to make it adjustable uh, so that uh, it's probably going to be the first of its kind that's going to have this type of adjustment and cradling of the neck that and head that has never been seen. So it'll be an interesting product, and uh, I'll definitely keep you posted on that. And uh, on top of that, we're going to uh, uh, you know produce a couple of other new pillows. We're going to come out with um, with a newer Snugglepedic design that's going to be uh, infusing uh, copper and gel into the uh, mixture. So there's been a lot of talk about thermal regulation, you know, when it comes to copper and, uh, and even, um, pain relief and stuff like that. So we're, 
we're going to be real interested in in seeing how that does as well. Uh, so a few few really interesting products. Uh, you know, we really I still really focus on good quality sleep. You know, and I think it's so important. Uh, there's a uh, um, uh, something that's also right in the pipeline too. That's going to be um, something that I hope will come out. Like I think it'll come out, which is it's it'll be a nightshade nightshade or night or an eye shade basically uh, to help uh, you know you make sure that you get that uh, that you know deep darker relaxing sleep to form mel more melatonin because we know that light obviously you know reduces the uh, melatonin content so using a nightshade at night will will certainly always be a benefit but what makes this one special is that it's got uh, you know a FDA approved uh, fiber matrix that um, that is actually uh, produces natural naturally allows um, infrared to be created so it's going to be it's going to be very interesting in that regards as well so I'll keep you posted on those products but uh, that's that's the, the short preview of it for for the moment did you say copper gel like is in the metal copper yeah yeah absolutely oh. they can put they can fuse uh, little bits of it into the uh, into the foam now it's just like just like with gel they, they did that um, years ago they came out with that uh, it wasn't too many years ago but let's just say maybe uh, eight years ago or so you start seeing a lot of uh, infused gel into the mm-hmm. uh, foams, and you know the idea of the gel is that it does give a, uh, a cooler initial touch to it. Um, it's not going to keep you cool all night long because gel is very conductive to whatever's around you. But it is nice for people that do want a uh, cooler touch to the pillow when they first get on it. Um, and uh, the copper itself, you know, that's it's it's been shown that it can not only be thermal regulating, but there's a lot of um, Interesting studies, you know, in terms of whether it can uh, produce, uh, you know, relief as well. Um, so, you know, at, at this point in time, we're 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 experimenting with uh, with the pillow that I have both infused into it, and you know, ultimately, one thing I want to say is that, you know, I try to research, and and I've always believed that you can look at the studies first. But you, you know, one of the nice things about if you if you look and you see good quality reviews, like like on Amazon, something where you know that. These are, you know, legitimate reviews that are coming from real users, real customers. You really can get a real good understanding as to whether something's working these days. It's not like the old days where you come up with something and you don't know, you know, even if you even if you did want to put good research into it, you still don't know if it's going to effectively work well without feedback. And uh, in today's society, you know, it's a little bit different now. Like there are, of course, you know, lots of reviews out there that that unfortunately are not worth much because. Uh, you know, who knows how they were, you know, produced or derived or whatnot. But, um, you know, something like Amazon that has real good good quality, uh, um, you know, they, not, I mean, not a, I would say not just good quality uh, reviews in the sense that people take a lot of time to write uh, good information, but they monitor and they, they do everything they can to ferret out all the uh, potential fraudulent type of reviews. And, and uh, you know, it's not always a perfect system, but I would say that if you overall look at uh, Amazon reviews uh, compared to any other review site out there, you'll find that that uh, these are, you know, the majority, the vast majority, at least at this point, are going to be legitimate. And that's real important. So whatever products we come out with, we really pay attention. We really watch the reviews. We really monitor it. And we make, uh, we make changes accordingly. If we think something's working well and, uh, you know, from the reviews, that makes a huge difference than if we just thought it was going to be great from the research, but, you know, in reality or in effect, it didn't really come out 
to uh, mean a lot. It didn't really make a difference in people's lives. Yeah, I, I know in my uh, work as a professional product reviewer, uh, a decent chunk of my research into products is looking at those Amazon reviews. And uh, I actually today I, I was looking at a product um, that shall remain nameless, but I noticed uh, a lot of uh, kind of fakeish reviews. They were, it was almost as if they were reviewing a different product. And uh, I reported it to Amazon immediately. I'm not, I'm not sure uh, how, how much they act on that. Um, I know they do in, in some scenarios. Um, I, I tend not to check back. I tend to just avoid the product once I see that it's <laughs> boosted with fake reviews. Right. Um, well, you, you know that's interesting. What there's 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 a lot of, you know, every day there's Amazon's got to fight the newest uh, technique for fraud. You know, there's always, there's always a new technique. And one of the techniques is to take a product that was selling well, um, had good reviews, and uh, basically hijack it and put a new version of, or even just a completely different product on that page. Um, and actually, it's happened to us a number of times. And because if we run out of, of a product and then it just sits empty, uh, there's no products that are being sold on it, then it's easy for someone to hijack it like that. I don't know how they do it exactly, but the end result is is that that's one technique that sh- that you know does that does come about. But Amazon is, you know, they're an algorithm-based company, so everything that um, is done, you know, in masses has to be done through algorithms because it's just there's, it's too much for people to monitor by themselves. So when pe- when people like you report stuff. Um, you know, it all goes to the algorithm, and, and then and then it does get checked by, by you know, certain departments and stuff as well. Once they once they see you know probably X number or whatever, it probably triggers some kind of reaction. So I don't know enough about their system, so I can't really give you you know details further than that. This is just what I've learned over the years when it comes to Amazon. Um, but it's what it's why I do overall tend to trust their reviews more than other. Uh, sites, you know, by far because you know they've they've done a good job at at ferreting out you know this type of fraudulent activity very quickly. But I can't say you know how quickly everything always makes a difference. And then sometimes uh, we get a little bummed out because we'll see like these amazing reviews that pop up from people we have no idea who they are, and they'll get you know just thousands of of, of users saying, "Wow, that was helpful." and Wow, you know, let me ask you a question. And, and some of these re- reviewers, you know, these and these are customers that we don't even know who they are. Actually, you know, give you know advice to people. They'll actually, you know, say, oh, you know, they'll they'll, they'll respond to the comments. And so we'll get bummed out because they'll come on and everything looks like you know it's uh, you know a situation where they're being very helpful. And for some reason, all of a sudden, the review just disappears. Hmm. And that's another problem. You know, that also. That's one of those things that also comes with an algorithm-based company because for whatever reason, they just decided that review was no longer within their algorithm. Um, and, uh, you know, or maybe there was something else to it. I, can't, I couldn't really tell you. All I could tell you is that we don't know anything more than what we, we saw the review come out and then it was gone, you know, maybe after like a year. Maybe they thought it was too old. But whatever the case was, that kind of stuff does happen also. So it can go both ways. You know, you can have the fraudulent reviews removed and then you can have good quality reviews removed as well unfortunately uh, so that's hopefully one of those things that Amazon will 
get better and better at is uh, discerning between the two because uh, that part can be a little bit uh, annoying for a company like ours that really prides itself on seeing something like that come out and really wants, you know, obviously to put its best foot forward. I mean, you know, if if it's a situation where somebody was helped that much, why should the review be removed? But then, you know, like I said, yeah, I can understand when you're running a company that's got billions of reviews at some point, you got to figure out a way to make a good algorithm or else you won't even get things to be, uh, you know, anywhere close to what they are right now, which is, which is for the most part, like I said, very reliable and trustworthy. Right. So, so the moral of the story is listeners, if you like a review, click the helpful and if it seems fishy and you're pretty sure it's fishy, go ahead and report it. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll, it'll yeah. help all the other shoppers. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that was one thing we decided early on that we were never, ever going to tamper with reviews. We did decide that we would respond as much as possible, and we still do to this point. We really pride ourselves on, you know, strong customer service. That's why, um, you know, that's one of the big things you'll see in a lot of our reviews is how our customer service is so, you know, amazing in that regards. It is difficult, you know, because uh, there's less control sometimes when you're selling something through Amazon. So if they come to our snugglepedic.com site, obviously it's easier for us to, you know, to deal with everything. But, you know, even if it's through Amazon, we still try really hard to do everything we can. Uh, but, you know, keeping in mind, of course, that, you know, Amazon does handle the customers. Uh, and in the end, it's their decision on how things, you know, get taken care of. So we, uh, you know, we're okay where people want to purchase on Amazon or purchase through us either way. Um, but uh, it is nice for us when we're directly working with the customer sometimes through our site. So I have a few questions from uh, the Brainiacs out there. Uh, the first one is uh, people were interested in knowing uh, how the Snugglepedic mattress compares to airbeds such as Slack Comfort and Sleep Number. Right, right. Well, that's uh, those are a good, uh, that would be a, a really good question, especially considering we also produce in our company um, our Airpedic, which has air and uh, can have air and memory foam combined. So we really understand that that market very well. But the Snugglepedic does not have any air system in it. So one of the things right off the bat uh, is that if you're going to want something that you can you know alter and change in terms of its uh, support system, that's where you know air can come in nicely. The problem with something like Sleep Number is that you can only alter the chambers, you know, as a complete chamber, you know, from the head to the toes. Uh, so if you reduce the pressure in that chamber, that means air is going to displace wherever the heaviest part of your body is will displace the air to the lighter parts of the body. So if you take your, uh, uh, you know, air chamber and reduce it down to from 100, let's say, to 50, that means uh, if you're, most people's bodies tend to be heavier in the hip area. So your hip lower back area will probably sink in more and the air will push more towards the head and foot. So that's the, that is one of the problems you run into with a, um, with a normal type of air system uh, like Sleep Number or anybody, any of those other types of air systems that don't use partitions and multiple zones. So in the case of like our Aeropedic, we put a zone in the center so that you can um, separate that between the head and foot. So if you want more lumbar support, you can increase or decrease. With the Snugglepedic, there's no air system, so you can't make a change. It is what it is. However, we've really uh, spent a lot of time to analyze whether it was going to give the right support uh, you know, for the majority of the population. And it really does work you know, to do that without you having to make any of those 
changes or modifications. And obviously, it's much, much more affordable because of that. Um, and if you don't get the support you need, that is why we have the free customization policy. So we can always alter that. Um, you know, later on, once you get receive it, we can always make an adjustment by using our modular cover, which allows us to make changes to the layers inside the mattress. Great. Another question uh, they had is, what's the worst pillow type for upper back pain? So when it comes to upper back pain, you have to really, once again, discern what the problem is with the, with the back. So if you know that, for example, you know, you're getting you know, that head forward, they call it anterior forward head carriage, which is where your head kind of like, you know, almost like gets pushed downward and you, you push forward and downward. Like you see, let's say from someone who's using their device all day long, you know, they're on their phone all the time and they have that slumpy type of posturing. And when you, you know, if, if, if that's where your back pain is coming from, for example, and something like that, you know, you have to start getting the head to come back into its proper alignment. So in that case, you know, you want a pillow that's going to support that cervical curve and, uh, you know, be effective in helping you keep the alignment, you know, more or getting better properly aligned when you sleep, uh, especially if you're a back, you know, back sleepers so that'll help you even more that way. But um, the problem is, is that, you know, once you get used to that posture, uh, you know, the muscles get really tight and, and can get really irritated. And at that point, uh, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard, but if you overcorrect, it can actually be a little painful at first. So you have to find a pillow that, that might adjust a little bit more towards your needs. And that's where, like, for example, the Snugglepedia comes in because you can increase or decrease the amount of fill. And you can also take the Snugglepedia and kind of, uh, what I tell people to do is grab both ends um, at the bottom of the pillow and pull it up and into the the, the you know cervical curve or the, the lower part of the neck curve if you're on your back so that you can allow it to support you better but as far as you know the height you know that's going to be different for each person depends on the size and if you're a side sleeper you need to fill in that gap between your ear and your where the bottom of your shoulder is and otherwise you're going to get you know upper back pain on one side more than the other because you're pulling or pushing too much to one side so all those reasons are, you know, why I really like the Snugglepedic adjustable pillow that we came out for that for that purpose. But with that said, you know, I would have to add the disclaimer that back pain can come from so many different places. Um, this is just more of a general concept on why, you know, you know, a pillow can make a difference when it comes to back pain. And uh, you know, if you're all, you know, if you're having back pain on a regular basis, definitely see your doctor or health practitioner so that you can find out what the cause of it is so you have something to work with um, but other than that you know in terms of just trying to keep your back supported well and you know preventing pain you definitely want to have a pillow that's something that can adjust to your needs not that you're trying to adjust to your pillow sounds good and the the last question from the brainiacs i a lot of people uh, i think it's because of the name of snugglepedic but they wanted to know your snuggling habits uh Specifically, uh, do you snuggle regularly, and do you prefer big spoon <laughs> or small spoon? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, I, I would have to say that my wife, uh, you know, would, would have to sort of answer that too, because um, sometimes the the spooning can get maybe a little annoying. So she might uh, uh, decide that that it's a little too big, and 
told me to go a little smaller when it comes to the spooning. But uh, you know, in, in general, um, I do I do really love when you get into your bed and you feel like you're cradled and snuggled well. I mean, there's nothing like like that feeling of like, oh, I, I could finally relax. And and the worst part for me has always been like when we travel. Uh, if I don't have you know a, a good mattress I'm sleeping on, or or I don't bring my own pillow, or whatever happens you know, in that regards is, you know, feeling like, you know, you're not able to get that snuggly comfort or the, and or the support, of course, uh, because that definitely takes away from the whole, uh, you know, ability to get that, that awe moment when you're right about to fall asleep. So I got to put you on the spot now. Uh, what mattress do you sleep on? Well, you know, I, I have this very interesting um, situation because I'm constantly testing new designs. So it makes my wife a little crazy because I even change out our main mattress, but I also have another mattress that I use downstairs, and I'm constantly trying different adjustments and things. So um, it, it's, uh, you know, in terms of, of, of preference, I mean, the end result is I still love memory foam the most. Um, I just love the way it feels, and of course, there's not all memory foams created equal, so, uh, you know, the memory foam designs that I create, I mean, obviously, I love them or I wouldn't create them, but some of them you know, don't work as well for me as they work for others. I tend to like something that's not on as much of a firmer side of things. Like some people really want, you know, mattresses, memory foam or not, that are a lot firmer. So for me, I'll tend to favor, you know, more of the medium, even a little bit softer feel. But uh, at times I'll also, you know, you know, if my back gets a little tweaked from doing something, you know, sports-wise or whatnot, then at that point I actually, uh, you know, do like to, you know, have a little bit extra uh, support, so I might, you know, at that point switch out one of the other mattresses. <laughs> so it makes it very easy for me. Um, but I will tell you though that uh, my wife is a great, you know, person to utilize here for a moment, and I'm sure she'd probably be okay with me saying that, you know, she really um, loves uh, a medium firm memory foam. That's her her favorite. She does not uh, like it too soft, and at the same time, she likes the layered designs that I've created, where you can, you know, get a little bit more of a a initial, you know, comforting, you know, top feel to it, but then you have that really good support underneath. Great. I, I can relate with the, I believe I've tested uh, six mattresses in the last year, and so I can relate to having to constantly switch them out, and it, it does get, get to be a bit much sometimes, especially when you're testing something that isn't that great. Um, usually, <laughs> usually cut the testing a little bit short with those. Maybe not right about them. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Um, so let's get, uh, we're going to do a segment uh, I call Five Quick Questions and just answer them to the best of your ability. They're, they're kind of fun ones. Uh, question number one, at what time of day do you do your best work? Well, that's a tough one. You know, when we had kids, I got used to staying up and doing research. And it was so nice because it was so quiet until, of course, you know, one of our kids would wake up. And then I had to, you know, uh, get the kid, uh, you know, do the bottle feeding or whatever else that was going on. But in general, I felt like I was able to just focus so well, which, you know, you find that with a lot of people out there that everybody thinks they can multitask. And we live in a multitasking world. But, you know, you, you, for me, it was definitely when it was totally quiet late at night. I was getting amazing work done at that time. Though sometimes I might go on to a little too long and I'd start becoming a little blurry-eyed and might make a lot of mistakes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in general, I felt like, uh, you know, I was able to get some of my best work done at that time. 
but you know now that the old habits are kind of hard to break sometimes i will work late at night and uh other times i'll i'll really find that during the day um somewhere after lunch is when i'm getting my best work done i've had a good meal and i'm feeling real strong and able to get the best quality done question two what habit do you have that you think improves your life the most you know, I really think that uh, for me, it's at the, um, uh, not a lot of people may may do this, but for me, um, when I get to that nighttime, and again, this this probably goes with still, you know, the having the kids and them still being, you know, now I pass that point where I have to get up with them at night, but still, you know, young enough where, where I put them to bed. And then at that point, I actually work out and uh, getting a workout done just absolutely makes me feel great at night. And I'm able to. I find to sleep much better. Usually, don't want to sleep too quickly after exercise. From you know a lot of the studies that are shown about that, your body's also heated up, and it's not not the right time. Right, at, not, not until your heart rate comes down and and you've been able to relax for a little bit. But I do believe that for me, working out at the end of the day like that really does um, you know invigorate me, and it does it, once I'm once I'm feeling relaxed. You know, after enough time has gone past working out then I'm able to just get a very deep sleep. And of course, like I said, it also depends on which mattress I was on that night. But overall, for me, I've, I've thankfully been able to create uh, a, you know, environments for me to sleep really well. Great. Uh, question three. What has been the most effective method for getting the word out about your products? You know, I think the most effective by far was just, you know, um, give every customer just overwhelmingly um, unexpected, unexpectedly great customer service. Because the customer service thing changes everything. At that point, when people know they buy from you, they're not going to have any issues. They can have solutions. Uh, there's no better w- word of mouth for a product than that. I mean, we, we've tried all sorts of forms of advertising over the years, and it's just nothing works like uh, like the good old-fashioned word of mouth. And yeah, it could be done through social media or whatnot, but I don't really know that we have a handle on all that right now. I think that more for us, it's really just straight, you know, however people want to get that word out for us, they seem to be doing it. And uh, that's what's really worked. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of uh, Snugglepedic advertising. Usually I'll search for something and all of a sudden I start seeing ads all over the place for uh, stuff. And it, it looks like you guys aren't, like, buying the... I don't think Google AdWords or any of that stuff. Uh. I mean, we definitely do some of it, but you know, the the social media aspect is so is so interesting. But at the same time, you know, not what we have any good knowledge of at this point. Which is that you know what they do is they just like you said, follow you around and and they figure out you know the places and times that you know that you're most likely to be looking at things like Facebook or Instagram and all that stuff. And then that's when they serve up ads. And mm-hmm. it's a really strange world we live in now that, uh, that, that there's that technology that's able to, you know, I guess they call it AI technology where they can really, you know, figure out what it is that you need and, and buy your, or what it is you're looking for and, and, and do it that way. So we haven't really gotten involved in that, but, but like I said, you know, um, the problem with, with anything when it comes to advertising is you're, you're stuck based on your advertising, uh, which, you know, that only works as effective as somebody else figuring out how to 
counteract, you know, by or compete with your advertising, I should say. Um, so that's not really how we wanted to base our company. We really just wanted to do it uh, word of mouth and really grow organically, and it's really happened. And I, 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 I do credit, you know, like I said, Amazon for allowing us to have a good quality platform to put our reviews on. Um, but, you know, the reviews that are there, you know, like I said, it, there's nothing that we can manage, which is really good on that, you know, impartial side of things. But they're also, it's not like we can really, you know, um, advertise it or anything like that. So it's just going to, if we're going to keep growing, it's probably going to be done through the same way, which is, uh, you know, get more people maybe to our website and put post reviews there as well as Amazon. And also just in general, just talk to each other and let each other know that we have a product that, and, and we're a company that really stands behind our product. We're all USA made. We're using, um, you know, components that are all USA components. A lot of companies say their products made in the USA and they're using, you know, the cover comes from China and, and who knows where most of the other stuff is derived. So we're really sticking to locally sourced, locally, you know, local, um, uh, you know, labor force. So we're really trying to, you know, grow everything the right way, you know, really just be a good quality company. We try to think environmentally friendly. Um, you know, that's why we're really paying attention to things like the VOCs, you know, to make sure that the, uh, you know, the, the product itself is not emitting off-gassing that is dangerous or anything like that. And that's nothing great about working with products in the U.S. is that you can, you know, ensure that the products are, are going to have much higher standards. But even so, we still go by um, third-party certification companies. And we also uh, do what we can to procure the products that we find are producing the best results for people. And, and uh, you know, when you add everything together, hopefully that, that's what really gets your word of mouth out the best. And that's what brings you to, you know, to be an actual strong brand that people can come to rely on, not just, you know, through advertising. Great. Let's do question four. How much TV do you watch in a typical week? I used to watch a lot before I, you know, had kids. You know, now it's, uh, there's only so much time you have in the day. And for me, I like that if I am doing a workout at night and I'm going to use something like, you know, the, like an elliptical or, you know, treadmill or something like that, I will watch TV during that time because it's a fun way to pass. I, I, I for me, exercise, I either be, I need to either be outdoors doing something fun like sports or I need to be doing something that uh, entertains me while I'm doing it. So that that's the, that's my TV time for the most part. And then, you know, a little bit of family TV time as well, but that's about it. So not very much. Okay, and the final question, what does the world need more of? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always, I mean, you know, um, I'll, um, I'll say something that, probably might be a little different, which is uh, understanding. The world needs to understand, people need to understand uh, other people better. People need to understand why things happen the way they happen, because it, we, we live in, in a world that's constantly about, uh, you know, judgments and judging this person and, and, and taking a stance on this side or that side. Um, and um, I think that that's a problem, because if, if other people don't understand why people think a certain way, then they're only seeing it from their one side, their one perspective, you know. So uh, understanding goes a long way in, in really helping um, bridge gaps, you know. And, uh, you know, that and uh, sleep. We need good quality sleep. And, and I'm going to say that not just as a, as a person who came on to this podcast about their product, <laughs> but I'm going to say it in a whole different way, which is 
you just don't function well when you don't get good sleep. You know, if you look at a lot of the, the kids today, they're on the devices and, you know, the devices obviously have the blue, uh, you know, the, the, the blue wave, uh, light waves and stuff. So that's basically reducing their melatonin, uh, you know, formation, especially for adults. That's really important because we don't form enough of it. And, uh, you know, so we're having trouble sleeping these days. We're also, you know, irritable and we're also, uh, you know, on our being bombarded by technology the whole time. So we never have a chance to just relax and, and, and enjoy, you know, peacefulness. So, you know, without good sleep, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a difficult place to start in your life because at that point you're, you're, you're fighting an uphill battle every day, you know. So I would say good quality deep sleep and people don't necessarily understand there's a difference between quality and quantity, but you need the kind of quality where you're getting into that deeper stages of sleep because if you don't get those deeper stages of sleep, you're not forming the, you know, the important growth hormones that help repair your body and you're not uh, getting the, the deeper REM sleep. So that REM sleep that gives you that ability to um, uh, dream, you know, in a deeper level so that your subconscious feels more at ease after it's, it's all finished. Um, and so, you know, I think that uh, that would be another aspect that I'd mention as well. Sounds great. Before we wrap things up, is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? No, I mean, I think that you've really covered a lot of ground there. I'm sorry if I talked a little bit long-winded, but I will say that uh, if uh, anybody wants to, you know, ask any questions about uh, what it is that we do, just go to snugglepedic.com. You can contact us right on the website. Um, and uh, we look forward to hoping serve whatever needs you have. Great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Schwartzberg, and best of luck with Snugglepedic. I appreciate it. Thank you for having, having me on the show. For sure. Thanks. <laughs> All right. And, take care. And that was our interview with Dr. Schwartzberg. Now I want to get into uh, giving my uh, review of the Snugglepedic pillow and mattress. Uh, first, I'm going to talk to you about the full body pillow. Uh, I am a side and stomach sleeper, and I slept with the pillow for 60 nights. And then I gave it to my wife who sleeps on her back and she's used it for about four months now. It's her, it's her first string full body pillow. And we both love it. Uh, we find it's easy to adjust the pillow to give us the right amount of support. Uh, I would generally sleep with it, uh, straddling it. That's just how I sleep with full body pillows. Um, and I have, it keeps my knees from knocking together while I'm on my side and um, I kind of hug it because um, it gives me comfort to hug stuff. And so, yeah, the, the pillow is filled with eco-friendly BioGreen and CertiPure U.S. certified shredded memory foam. And shredded, so normal memory foam, like the solid stuff, it tends to heat up. And it's not the most comfortable for hot sleepers like me. Uh, with the shredded memory foam, though, it breathes a lot better because there's air in there and there's some airflow. Uh, unfortunately, with this pillow, you can't adjust the fill on your own. Uh, so it comes pretty filled with the memory foam. And if you do find that it's a little bit too much for you, you can send it to Snugglepedic for free and they will adjust it for you. Uh, I... Personally, would prefer to do it myself, but uh, 
their way is better uh, for a lot of people because then you don't have a zipper because usually if you're ref removing the fill yourself you have to unzip it and then start taking fill out but without the zipper you're not like a zipper can scratch you in theory um, in your sleep and no one wants to be scratched by their pillow no one does uh, I also didn't find that the pillow bunched up on me uh, which is definitely a positive I should point out that the cover of the pillow is made of a mixture of 43% viscose of or viscous of bamboo, 56.4% polyester, and 0.6% lycra. And again, the the cover is breathable as well. Uh, so the foam and the cover are breathable, so you can have a cool night's sleep. Uh, everything is machine washable but it's kind of a pain to wash it. Uh, first of all, since the pillow is so big, you're not going to be able to fit anything else in the washer or dryer. And uh, it takes quite a while to dry the the pillow. I believe it, I think after uh, three hours, it was still a little bit moist. Um, and I kind of just threw in the, the towel and... Uh, lived with it being a little bit moist at the time. So yeah, you're not going to want to wash it uh, quite often. I recommend getting a nice pillow cover, uh, preferably one with a zipper because uh, it likes to sneak out of the, the non-zippered ones because uh, it's so big. Uh, as I kind of mentioned, this is a big pillow and I'd say one of the negatives is the sheer size and weight of the pillow. Uh, it's hard to maneuver in in the middle of the night. Like if you want to go from your right side to your left side, you're it's a little little bit of a production getting the seven pound pillow from one side to the other. And uh, if you have this big old pillow in your bed, you can forget about fitting uh, three or four other people in there. Um, my wife and I we have a king size bed. And we both have our good size full body pillows, and, and that works for us. Uh, it might be tight, a tight squeeze uh, with two people in the full body pillow in a queen size bed. Um, but my wife and I are also larger than average. Um, I'm six foot two fifty, and uh, she's five foot nine, and I think a hundred pounds, uh, maybe less. Uh, she's she's skinny and beautiful. Um, not that. Just not that like someone's size is uh, determines whether they're beautiful or not. Um, she she weighed more a while ago and she was still beautiful. Um, I'm gonna stop digging myself into and out of holes right now. Uh, the most important thing about the pillow is my body felt great after sleeping with it. Uh, it was able. It kept my, my spine aligned the, the correct way you may have heard uh, Dr. Schwartzberg mention. And so I would wake up feeling great. And I, when it comes to full body pillows, uh, it's between this one and the one from Coop Home Goods, uh, when, I, when I'm thinking of my favorites. Uh, I sleep with the Coop Home Goods one right now just because it's the most recent one I tested. But uh, sometimes my wife and I switch, and 
Uh, they're both great products. Uh, the main difference is the Coop Home Goods one is you can adjust the fill yourself. And uh, so that's kind of helpful if you're into that. It does have the zipper though, so that might be annoying for some. Uh, right now, Snugglepedic has a offer where you can use the pillow for 100 nights risk-free. So if you don't like it, you can return it and get your money back. I think that is crucial when you're using anything when it comes to anything that you're going to be sleeping with, you want to be able to test it. Uh, there's also a 20-year warranty. So in theory, you could be using this pillow for 20 years. So you want to be sure that it's it's comfortable, that it's good for you. Uh, right now, the pillow sells for around $70 on Amazon. And at that price, I definitely recommend it. Uh, if you have space in your bed for it, um, if you just want like an amazing full body pillow, I recommend the Snugglepedic full body pillow. Now let's get into the mattress. Uh, the mattress, so I'm a hot sleeper and this mattress kept me cool. Uh, you heard Dr. Schwartzberg refer to the airflow transfer system that they use which is a combination of both kind of holes in the memory foam as well as channels. And this allows air to flow through it and keep you cool throughout the night. Uh, without that, memory foam tends to heat up a bit. Um, I slept on the mattress for about 30 nights and now it's my teenage son's uh, mattress. And he... <sighs> We, we need to like create some sort of thermonuclear uh, plant using him uh, or thermo, thermo power plant because uh, he just lets off an insane amount of heat. He's a teenager. He's got the hormones going and so there's constantly heat like emanating from him. Uh, even in the dead of winter, we'll walk into his room and it's so hot just from him like being alive and and existing uh, but anyway he found that this mattress keeps him cool it doesn't heat him up or anything which is is definitely a testament to the mattress uh, so if you're a hot sleeper this this might be a good one for you uh, one of the downfalls is the edge support it's not the best but uh, I'm used to sleeping on a hybrid mattress, which is a combination of memory foam and uh, coil springs. And with memory foam, it's kind of hard to get the really good edge support all, to the, all the way to the edges. Uh, still, the edge support is not terrible. Um, I just checked it out again, um, and uh, you, you won't have to worry about falling off the bed. Um, and even if you, you do feel like the edge support is not the best, uh, you can still contact Snugglepedic and they have ways of customizing the mattress and modifying it to fit your needs, even if you don't like the firmness. So this is a medium firmness bed and uh, I, I found it worked well for sleeping on my side and on my back, but on my stomach, uh, it, it wasn't as comfortable. It felt like I sunk a little bit too much. And again, if this, if I 
had to sleep on my stomach and I was going to stick with this bed. Uh, I could, in theory, have have it adjusted to fit my needs. So that process works where you contact Snugglepedic. Uh, they send you a little questionnaire to fill out and based on your answers, they figure out uh, what sort of modifications would be needed and they uh, will send you like a, a modular addition to the mattress. I, I believe that's how it works. Um, so it's kind of a neat process. Uh, you, they, they definitely make sure that you're comfortable. Uh, as far as motion transfer goes, uh, when I initially tested the mattress, it failed my motion transfer test. And my test is I drop a 20 pound weight from about four feet above the mattress and uh, it lands about a foot away from a, a soda can, a 12 ounce soda can. And if the can falls, then it fails the test. If the can stays upright, then it passes the test. And so I initially tested this using a platform bed, uh, kind of a cheapo one, uh, not the best uh, platform bed. I wouldn't buy it again. And uh, the mattress failed the test. And uh, Dr. Schwartzberg contacted me and was like, hey, what's up with this? Uh, we usually do pretty good with motion transfer tests. Uh, can you try it again, maybe on the ground or with like a better uh, platform? So uh, I just tested it on the ground and it went a lot better. Um, it the My weight uh, did not cause the can to, to fall this time. So moral of the story is that uh, this mattress works best with a firm foundation. Uh, especially if you're concerned about edge support and motion transfer, uh, it will it'll work better. Uh, another thing is this mattress is easy to rotate and maneuver. Uh, it We have the queen size mattress and it weighs 70 pounds and I didn't have any trouble like rotating it, uh, which... Uh, with most, most mattresses, you're supposed to rotate it, I believe, every six months or potentially flip it, depending on uh, if the mattress is the same both ways. Um, but with this one, you'd want to rotate it. Uh, what else do I want to tell you about it? Uh, so their Snugglepedic doesn't currently have uh, showrooms that you can go to to check out the mattress and which stinks but it is nice to be able to check out a mattress before you buy it but they do offer their 100 night risk-free trial so if you aren't happy with it then you can return it uh there is no white glove service for the delivery of the mattress so with some of the bed in the box companies you can pay usually it's about a hundred dollars extra um or it's either a hundred dollars extra around there, hundred hundred and fifty, or you can waive the risk-free trial, which is kind of rolling the dice. But by doing this, when you do that, they then uh, have people who will come in, set up the mattress for you, uh, remove all the packaging, and also remove the mattress, your old mattress, for you. 
uh, which is kind of a nice service. Uh, and that's currently something that Snugglepedic doesn't offer, which kind of stinks, but also I didn't really miss it. I didn't need that kind of service. Um, it was easy enough to set up on my own. Uh, let's see. Also, this, this also is covered by the 20-year warranty. I also want to note that with a lot of memory foam products, uh, there's like off-gassing or just a, an unpleasant odor that comes with it and you usually have to set it in a well-ventilated room for a few days to get that odor to dissipate. I was surprised to find that this did not happen with the Snugglepedic products. They just smelled great uh, right out of the, the box. Um, I was pretty impressed. And uh, the PR rep for Snugglepedic let me know that this is because they use uh, higher quality memory foam. Um, it, I guess it has to do with the curing process um, that causes those odors. And uh, so you can count on this being a high quality memory foam, which is great. So overall, I would recommend giving this mattress a shot if you're in the market for a bed especially if you sleep hot um, and like to sleep on your side or your back. It customizes to fit your needs. Uh, the customer service is excellent and they use top quality materials. And plus you get the 120 day trial so you don't really, there's not much of a risk. So yeah, that those are my reviews of the Snugglepedic products. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, uh, please uh, contact me. There are various ways you can do that. Uh, if you're at brainsreportpodcast.com, uh, you can check out the show notes and leave a comment there if you have questions. Um, I will have links there. Uh, so if you want to find out more about any of the stuff I've been talking to, go to brainsreportpodcast.com. And this is episode four. And you can also contact me at brainsreport at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you think. Anyway, uh, this is James Brains signing off from the Brains Report Podcast. Have a great day.